You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Vanessa Bayer, and this is my brother, Jonah. And we are so excited to have you hear the latest season of our nostalgia-themed podcast, How Did We Get Weird? Not only do you get to know me and my brother, you get to know the stories that made us the absolutely rad people we are today. Check out our episodes where we've welcomed hilarious guests like our friend Andy Samberg. That's it. That's really it. And Queen Casey Wilson. I really went cart before the horse. I said, I think I have an opportunity to interview Leonardo DiCaprio (laughs) as a high school student. And you do not want to miss out on our funny segments like (laughs) Change.Dork. Change.Dork. And congratulations. You played yourself. Congratulations. You played yourself. Listen to our podcast, How Did We Get Weird, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? This your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists, like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupri, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rap has had the game on lock for years. And now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Shout to uh, N-O-R-E. He's up listening right now. What up, Nori? N-O-R-E. What's up, my brother? All right. That's my guy, man. Salute to Nori. Absolutely. Let's get to the rumors. Let's go. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, new Beyonce. Beyonce has announced the release date for her new 16-song project, and it's called Renaissance. It's coming out July 29th. On title, they posted Beyonce, Renaissance, July 29th, Act 1. So get ready for that. Everybody was talking about new music coming out because she had removed her profile photos across all her social media platforms last week. Mm -hmm. And then they said there was the Easter egg when the uh, Be Good Foundation Twitter account shared a collage of album covers to celebrate Black History Month. And so this would be her seventh studio album. I think I I, I got a feeling she dropping two because she put B7 and B8. Mm -hmm. I feel like she dropping two, but very interesting. I am interested to hear what a 40-year-old mother of three married for over a decade Beyonce has to say. And I like the fact that there's a traditional rollout this time. I'm ready. Now, Mm -hmm. according to reports and on the Jasmine brand, they said that Beyonce's new album is ready, but this era will be like no other. She wrote most of the songs during the pandemic when she was desperate to be with her fans and perform. This new record and campaign will be her most interactive one yet because she wants to reach out to the fans. It will focus on live experiences outside of touring, including intimate shows and pop-up performances. She's planning to spend a lot of time performing and promoting it in the UK, so there will be unique surprises in store for the 
British fans. People in her camp have scouted out venues for her to perform at when the music comes out, and then there will be another huge tour later on. I wonder well, why the UK. Why not here first? Just curious. Mm. Mm, so I don't have no idea. Mm. I don't question Beyonce, sir. Her neither yeah, should you. There's always a plan. And we don't know what I'm it just is asking, yet. I'm just curious. And I wonder if she'll do any interviews. Mm-hmm. At least one, right? Maybe let Blue Ivy interview her. Something on title. Yeah, it's definitely going to be like Blue Ivy. Like Blue Ivy interview yeah. Beyonce. Something like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Okay, now Megan the Stallion, in the meantime, speaking of interviews, is on the cover of Rolling Stone. She posted the cover and said, I will never break it. I'm damn sure I'm never backing down. God's favorite, a.k.a. The It Girl, a.k.a. The Hot Girl Coach, a.k.a. The MFH Town Hottie for the cover of Rolling Stone. Now, in that story, she told the writer, uh, Man Kapara Conte, that she's been portrayed as the villain in this case. She said, I want him to go to jail, as far as Tory Lanez. I want him to go under the jail. And she also said that she feels like people aren't taking her experience seriously. She said, in some kind of way, I became the villain. And I don't know if people don't take it seriously because I seem strong. I wonder if it's because of the way I look. And she's just trying to figure out, is it because I'm not light enough? Is it that I'm not white enough? Am I not the shape, the height? Because I'm not petite, do I not seem like I'm worth being treated like a woman? Now, Tory Lanez has continued to refute Megan the Stallion's claim. She said, I feel like you've already tried to break me enough. You've already shot me. So why are you dragging it out like this? Like, what else? Have you hated me this much the whole time? And I didn't see it. And she said some of the raw emotions she's been feeling over these last few years will be reflected in her upcoming album, which she hopes comes out this summer. She said, I want to take you through so many different emotions. Damn. At first you was twerking. Now you might be crying. I really wish I can't wait for this court case to be over for her. I feel bad for her because every time she does an interview, she has to relive. They ask the questions and it just it makes the you know the public go against her. Some supporters, some go against her. And obviously it's affecting her mentally. Well, other things she talks about in this Rolling Stone piece is her relationship with Partisan Fontaine, clearly mm-hmm. a bright spot, and her last conversations with her mother. Partisan Fontaine, you need to marry Megan Thee Stallion already. Okay? <laughs> I tell you this all the time. <laughs> marry Megan Thee Stallion. Start going to therapy. Uh, submit your will to God and just watch how things change in your life. All right. Well, last week, uh, you know, Tory Lanez, I mean, his lawyer was in court and they feel like they have issues with Megan Thee Stallion speaking about the case. And, you know, they've accused him of leaking documents and uh, and things like that. So in the and in other news Kelsey Nicole who was Megan the Stallion's best friend who was there that night has responded to Meg's cover feature with Rolling Stone she actually posted this on her Instagram if y'all not catching on to the social media games by now then I don't know what to tell y'all but you guys have to pay attention like I knew this was gonna happen this is just the beginning y'all I know y'all want me to talk but this is just the beginning so like when it's my turn, just know I'm going to break everything down, okay? And we're going to see who really looked bad in the end. Does that uh, mean she's taking a stand in the case? I she would she almost have to, to right? Yeah, yeah, she has to. And by the way, uh, Kelsey just had a baby, so she's a new mom. And in the article, Megan said, I'm like, Kelsey, as my best friend, why would you meet up with the person you saw shoot your best friend? And she said, Megan, y'all wasn't answering my calls. My back was against the wall. I didn't know what to do. What the F do you mean your back is against the wall? You're the only person in this situation that would clear this up for me. So that's what Kelsey was responding to when she posted that video. I'm really interested to see if the court of law can beat the court of public opinion nowadays because I really don't Mm -hmm. know anymore. I don't don't, don't even know if it's worth discussing whatever your case is in the court of public opinion. I would rather just everything play out in court. Because well, in Amber Heard's interview that she just did, she was saying that she feels like part of the reason why she couldn't win was because of all the activity on social media and public opinion. The, the, only, I, the only reason I think that was a little different is because people were reacting to the things she was actually saying in court. Mm-hmm. It's not like they didn't, like, this This one is different because everybody's already come to their own conclusions and they haven't even taken a, the, stand, the stand or anything right. yet. Amber Heard, people were just reacting to what, what they were seeing coming from the actual case. I thought yeah, I that was a wild yeah, that, that was a wild case. All right, well, that is your rumor reports. That was a wild case. All right. Well, Charlamagne! Yes. Who are you giving that donkey to? Let's talk people getting microchips put in places that they probably don't want them. What do they what do they think people are listening to? What do they think people are hearing? We'll discuss it for after the hour. Oh my goodness. All right, we'll get to that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. 
Angela Yee here. The General Insurance is a quality insurance company that's been saving people money for nearly 60 years. Switch to The General and you could save over $500. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc. and Insurance Agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code BREAKFAST. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like will they score more or less than 30 points, or have more or less than 8 assists. Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code BREAKFAST. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code BREAKFAST. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? Yes. This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. And looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk, relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done from the streets to the suites. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? This your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists, like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupri, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rap has had the game on lock for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Like Pastor Troy doing the ad-libs for one of Justin Timberlake's biggest hits. Whenever you listen to Cry Me a River, man, I'm all through them ad-libs on that song. It's that one-la, cry me a river, ah. Y'all hear this, man? to it, man. And what if I told you Jazzy Faye and CeeLo have an unreleased album just sitting in the vault waiting? Now, you and CeeLo had a group for a minute, man. Yeah, we had a whole album in the can. We got a, we have a whole album. Now I have partnered with iHeart Podcast to bring you one of the hottest podcasts in the game, telling you some of the most unheard stories in the music industry. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hi, it's Angela Yee, host of Angela Yee's Lip Service. If you listen to my podcast, you know I love making space for women to be themselves. That's why I'm excited to be part of Women Take the Mic, iHeartRadio's celebration of the women who make music, influence change, and create culture. All month long, your favorite voices from talk radio, music, and podcasting will highlight the remarkable achievements made by women and discuss the most significant issues facing us today. Search Women Take the Mic to listen to a collection of international Women's Day episodes from iHeart's top podcasts, including Dear Chelsea, The Psychology of Your 20s, and Lip Service. It's a great way to support women and discover your new favorite show. Head to iHeartRadio.com slash Women's Day for more and listen to Women Take the Mic on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. That's pretty funny. Where's Charlemagne the devil? <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Yes, donkey of the day for Thursday, June 16th goes to a woman named Kania Aparecida. I probably didn't pronounce that right, but she's from Brazil. Uh, and Donkey today is going to her husband. Her husband is not named in this story. Why, I don't know, because he's just as fool up as she is. Now, let me tell you this story. Uh, this young lady is 27 years old, and in 2019, she had two wisdom teeth removed, and she said ever since she had uh, her wisdom teeth removed that everything that is said in her family's house, people in the street find out. I repeat, 27-year-old Kania Aparishita of Brazil had two wisdom teeth removed, and she said ever since she had them removed, that everything that is said in the family's home, people on the street find out. What the hell are you talking about, Uncle Shala? Let me explain. See, Kania is accusing a dentist of implanting a microchip in her mouth that allows him and his staff to listen to her family's conversations. I repeat, Kania Aparishita of Brazil claims that a dentist secretly implanted a microchip in her mouth three years ago to listen to her family's conversations. I am not making this up. Okay, I don't have that kind of imagination. Besides, there is not a writer alive who could create these kind of scenarios. What's the point of satire when the real world is this absurd? Kania told news outlet G1 in Brazil that I had two wisdom teeth extracted and without my authorization, they implanted a microchip in my mouth and listened to my conversations. But my husband saw that it was in my mouth and the dentist doesn't want to take it out. Kania and her husband have somehow convinced themselves that this dentist implanted a microchip in her mouth and everything that is said in the family's home, people on the street find out. In fact, they believe that the microchip that was implanted in their mouth makes it possible to hear all their WhatsApp conversations. I have no idea what all of this means. Okay, I don't know what's going on in the world anymore, man. It's one thing when it's one person. When it's one person that's believing this, you can say, okay, this might be, you know, a case of paranoid schizophrenia, but how does a wife and husband end up believing this together? Okay, I'm not the highest grade of weed in the dispensary, but I don't believe paranoid schizophrenia is contagious. Now, Kania and her husband didn't just believe this. They believed it so much that they went to the dentist on Wednesday, okay, with their three children and demanded that the dentist remove the alleged chip. Okay, if y'all don't believe me, go online and look up the video. The video footage shows her husband breaking three computer screens and a TV while both of them grabbed items from these dentist desks and started attacking the workers. Okay, they tore this place up. In the video, the husband runs and karate kicks the wall and then falls and gets mad at the wall. So he decided to then take that anger and frustration out on the TV screen. Her husband released a statement and this is the statement. We act according to emotions. See right there, you already lost me. Okay, what does your Uncle Shala always tell y'all? Don't allow your emotions to overpower your intelligence. I don't know what YouTube videos y'all been watching or how many times you've read Behold a Pale Horse. Great book, by the way. I recommend you read it. But something triggered y'all to have these thoughts, and I truly don't know why. But let me finish his statement. We act according to emotions. We just need to take the chip out from her. We've asked several times, and the dentist doesn't take it out. We tried to talk yesterday, and they didn't want to hear us. Office workers told authorities that Kania threatened them, all right? Well, her husband threatened them and showed them image of a gun he had on his cell phone. <laughs> what? Okay. By the way, that alone is donkey of the day worth. Imagine someone threatening you by showing you a picture of a gun on their cell phone. Don't make me go to my car and get this, <laughs> okay? 
Is this what the world has come to? Are we so detached from reality because of our smart devices that we think having pictures of our pistols on our phones is the same as actually having our pistols on us? Please, let's not set this precedent. All right, some police officers have already killed unarmed men because they mistook their cell phone for a gun. So imagine he had a picture of a gun on his phone. Imagine a cop saying that. He had a picture of a gun on his phone. I had to shoot him. I felt threatened. Like society, where are we going? Listen, man, I am baffled by this story. Okay, this is Florida levels of crazy. Matter of fact, Florida, I'm not even going to do y'all like that. I've never heard anything like this in my life. But I have one question for people who think things like a dentist would put a microchip in your mouth. Why you? How come you don't ever hear people of importance saying things like this? Of all the people whose mouth we would want to tap, okay? I feel like I need to pause that. All the people who actually probably have world secrets, all these people who are plotting and planning the new world order. Just why you, Kania? What, what is being said in your house? That a dentist would go out of his way to bug your molars. Who called that? Okay? I just want to know. Help me understand. And why would he put a microchip in your mouth and make it to where everyone out in the street can hear y'all? Like, why would regular everyday people in Brazil care about what is coming out of the Aparashita household? I'm all for people thinking highly highly of themselves. But this is just, this is, this is just why Donkey of the Day was invented in the first place. Please give Kania Aparashita and her husband the biggest hee-haw. <coughs> this world is going mad, okay? Brothers and sisters, people, please, man, go to therapy. Find a sacred purpose coach, a spiritual leader, drink some water. Please disconnect from social media. Just please, please, please start taking care of your mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being because I don't know what this earth is coming to. All right. All right, well, thank you for that donkey today. Mm -hmm. Now, when we come back, we usually do Ask Ye, but instead, we have a special guest joining us. Who we got? Yes, Jessica Nabango. Now, I love this woman because she is the first black woman to have traveled to every country in the world. A hundred, what is it, 159? 195 countries. 195, sorry. Mm -hmm. 195 countries, which is a huge deal. And she has a book that she did with National Geographic documenting the experience. So she's going to talk about how she made it happen and also give you some anecdotes from different places that she went to. So for anybody who's interested in traveling, uh, this is a great, great interview to listen to. And she has a book out right now, The Catch Me If You Can. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. And looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. 
I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk, relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done from the streets to the suites. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? This your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists, like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupri, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rap has had the game on lock for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Like Pastor Troy doing the ad-libs for one of Justin Timberlake's biggest hits. Whenever you listen to Cry Me a River, man, I'm all through them ad-libs on that song. It's that one Cry me a river. Ah, Y'all hear this? to it, man. And what if I told you Jazzy Faye and CeeLo have an unreleased album just sitting in the vault waiting? Now you and CeeLo had a group for a minute, man. Yeah, we had a whole album in the can. We got a we have a whole album. Now I have partnered with iHeart Podcast to bring you one of the hottest podcasts in the game, telling you some of the most unheard stories in the music industry. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's Angela Yee, host of Angela Yee's Lip Service. If you listen to my podcast, you know I love making space for women to be themselves. That's why I'm excited to be part of Women Take the Mic, iHeartRadio's celebration of the women who make music, influence change, and create culture. All month long, your favorite voices from talk radio, music, and podcasting will highlight the remarkable achievements made by women and discuss the most significant issues facing us today. Search Women Take the Mic to listen to a collection of International Women's Day episodes from iHeart's top podcasts, including Dear Chelsea, The Psychology of Your 20s, and Lip Service. It's a great way to support women and discover your new favorite show. Head to iHeartRadio.com slash Women's Day for more and listen to Women Take the Mic on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Usually we do Ask Yee here, but today we got a special guest joining us. Her name is Jessica Nabongo. She's an author. She has a book called Catch Me, The Catch Me If You Can. She's a woman who's traveled to every country in the world, all 195 countries. Welcome. Thank you. Detroit's own Jessica yes, Nabongo. Detroit's own. The traveler out there. So <laughs> tell us about this book. What is this book about? Yes. So this book is published by National Geographic. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm the first black woman to visit every single country in the world. Nice. 195. 195. Okay. And so this book, um, it goes over 100 countries. So I wrote 100 stories from 100 countries. And there's over 300 images. Which I think is really important, especially for National Geographic, because to see a free black woman frolicking around the world, I think that's really important, especially coming out of that historic brand. And that's what this book is doing. Now, the first thing that Envy said to me when I was like, oh, my God, this story is amazing. She went to every country in the world was, well, she must have had a lot of money to be able to do that. (laughs) I know that's the first thing that people think. I mean, you ain't got six kids like me traveling with you, but it's still Mm -hmm. expensive. (laughs) I do not have any. Um, yeah, no, for sure. And I like I found little tips and tricks along the way. Firstly, I was running my own travel agency at the time. So that, you know, I had income. I was just Jet working remotely. Jet Black, yes. So you Shout know when out. the flights are cheap. Uh, yes. You know what you could, okay, all right. Yes. And then I use credit cards with travel rewards for like everyday purchases. So every single day I'm earning points. So then I had tons of free flights I'm a that fan way. of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got my Delta Amex card. Yes. I got my Amex Platinum card. I get to yes. go into Sky Clubs and other priorities. Yes. Pass lounges for free. I, I love the one at JFK, the yeah. Amex lounge at JFK. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Centurion lounge. Now, another thing that you said is to chase the deal, not the destination. That's one of your tips for people also. So explain that. Yeah. So there's websites I use like flightdeal.com, secretflying.com. And so every day they send emails out and it'll be like New York to Bolivia, $300 or whatever. <laughs> so if you just want to travel, you can just, you know, you get that email and instead of saying like, oh, I want to go to Puerto Rico or I want to go to France, 
just let that email drive where you go so you can just get a $300 flight to anywhere So you in the don't world. care about seats. If you're sitting by the toilet, they... Oh, no, I, that's not my life. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Because that's what those flights sound like. Slow down. No, no, to, no. To Australia, no. yeah, you're in the middle row, <laughs> next to the toilet. You got to put one leg behind your back. You got to put your arm up the whole time. Like, that's what it sounds like. But look, me. here's the thing. If you, if you have loyalty to an airline, even when you buy those cheap flights, you get free upgrades, mm-hmm. at least to, like... Economy comfort, Delta or comfort, you right. know, you know, you can just splurge a little bit and mm-hmm. do Delta One. So, what's your, what's the your, your favorite place that you've been, and why? Oh goodness, that's so hard. People ask me that. It's like you got six kids. It's mm-hmm. like, can do you? I don't want to ask if you have a favorite child, I don't, but I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> they, they don't say that, but 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 I don't. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's really hard. Like, there's so many places I love. I've been to 50 countries more than once. But like, some of my favorites are Cuba, Iran, Japan, Senegal, Kenya. Those are some of my. Now, it's interesting because in the book, you also talk about sometimes we're socialized to think that certain places are dangerous to go to or that you shouldn't want to go there. So can Mm -hmm. you talk about those experiences? Because even on your list of favorite places, Mm -hmm. those might be some places that people would be scared to go as a woman also traveling alone sometimes. Mm Because you just said Iran. I don't know if if they call me and say, hey, Envy, would you do a show in Iran? I'd be like, I don't know. It made me kind of nervous. But it's so, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, so like to that point, like I, there's no country in the world that's completely safe there is no country in the world that's completely unsafe and quite frankly as a black woman most of the worst things that have happened to me have happened in the u.s like hands down i would say that too yeah you know what i mean like miami cops pulled a gun on me that has never happened to me anywhere else um i've been to 89 countries solo in the middle east and africa you know all these scary places and i think at the end of the day the thing that i learned from this is most people are good Like, my journey was made beautiful by the kindness of strangers in all these countries. And so in picking the 100 countries that are in the book, I included places like South Sudan, Somalia, Yemen, so that not only can I show beautiful images from those countries, but also to sort of demystify these places and, like, show the humanity there that we never get to see on the news. Mm-hmm. And you oh. also said not every acknowledgement of your race is racism. That's something you say, too. So sometimes you might, might go places and people are curious. What's the, the difference, right? Yeah. Where you went in feeling like this is racist or feeling like this is just curiosity or amazement. Yeah, I feel like, so Malcolm X has a quote, which is in the book, and it, he says something, I'm paraphrasing. He says, um, American propaganda is such that they convince us no matter how bad we catch it here, it's going to be worse anywhere else. So I feel like a lot of black people who travel abroad, we go with that energy of like, oh, like we have our guard up. We're, we're thinking somebody's going to be racist just because, you know, our experience in the in the U.S. But every time someone acknowledges your race, it's not racism. A lot of times it's curiosity. You know, you'll go to a lot of Asian countries and they'll want to take pictures with you. They may assume <laughs> you're a celebrity or like a basketball player or whatever. And it's just because you got to think African-American culture is the most exported culture in the world. Mm -hmm. Think about the music. Think about television. Think about athletics. There is no other culture that goes across the globe at the same rate, in Mm -hmm. the same depth. So, yeah, a lot of people in the world are very excited to meet black people because they're... A lot of them just don't have black people in their country. Correct. And it's because these are their idols. You know what I mean? There's little kids in Kyrgyzstan who, like, idolize Beyonce or Rihanna or whoever. And so... Yeah, they're going to be really excited when they meet you, but it's not, you know, it's not voyeurism or anything. It's just because of the culture and how it's been exported around the world. Now, you were teaching in Japan. I was. How was that? It was amazing. Arigato. It was, it was funny. Cause, oh, my God. So. That's my only word. I go there. I go there all the time. That's the they taught me. Arigato. Arigato gozaimasu. Um, so, I actually cut my hair. What you back? I don't know what you said back. I only know arigato. What, what did you say back? Uh, arigato gozaimasu. That's just like a more formal way of saying thank you. Okay. It's like thank you very much, kind that's, of. That's all they, he said he said hello. <laughs> no, no, I know I said thank you. That's all they taught me. I, I, used, to, I used to do a lot of shows there. And that's, I, 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 miss, I miss Japan a lot. I'm like, is it it's open fun. yet? Um, it was great. So my hair, I cut my hair in 2008 when I moved there because like I had a pixie cut and I don't know how to do my own hair. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to just shave it off so I can, you know, do my thing. And so when I first got there, I felt like I was in a zoo because the kids and the parents were just like, what is happening? What is this thing in front of us? You know, <laughs> but after like a month, I would say it was great. And honestly, it was one of the best places I lived. Like Japanese culture is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, 
best customer service in the world and you don't have to tip nobody they just do their job and do it well i love it, it that short, tipping though. thing is interesting because um you know some cultures don't tip and I, I was at a restaurant here and these women were sitting behind me i think they were from like i think they said either i think they said switzerland mm-hmm. and maybe they don't tip there mm-hmm. and so they were asking me like you know they were angry at us at the other place like what is this what are we supposed to do because they didn't know about tipping Yeah, because in other countries, they pay people a living wage and the customer isn't responsible for, you know, like adding Mm -hmm. on the tip. Mm -hmm. In the U.S., we've just gotten used to it. And it's like creeped up because now it's like 20 percent. They'll put 25 percent on there. And I'm like, but wait, what? You You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, But that's a it's a it's a very American thing, like tipping culture. All right, we have more with Jessica Nabongo when we come back. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. And looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk, relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done from the streets to the suites. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? This your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists, like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupree, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rap has had the game on lock for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Like Pastor Troy doing the ad-libs for one of Justin Timberlake's biggest hits. Whenever you listen to Cry Me a River, man, I'm all through them ad-libs on that song. It's that one, 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 cry me a river, ah. Y'all hear this, man? listen to it, man. And what if I told you Jazzy Faye and CeeLo have an unreleased album just sitting in the vault waiting? Now, you and CeeLo had a group for a minute, man. Yeah, we had a whole album in the can. We We have a whole album. Now I have partnered with iHeart Podcast to bring you one of the hottest podcasts in the game, telling you some of the most unheard stories in the music industry. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hi, it's Angela Yee, host of Angela Yee's Lip Service. If you listen to my podcast, you know I love making space for women to be themselves. That's why I'm excited to be part of Women Take the Mic, iHeartRadio's celebration of the women who make music, influence change, and create culture. All month long, your favorite voices from talk radio, music, and podcasting will highlight the remarkable achievements made by women and discuss the most significant issues facing us today. Search Women Take the Mic to listen to a collection of International Women's Day episodes from iHeart's top podcasts, including Dear Chelsea, The Psychology of Your 20s, and Lip Service. It's a great way to support women and discover your new favorite show. Head to iHeartRadio.com slash Women's Day for more and listen to Women Take the Mic on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Breakfast Club, good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Jessica Nabongo. Yee. So you think that teaching in Japan was kind of like the catalyst for you deciding that you wanted to go on this journey? So um, I, I grew up traveling. So my parents are from Uganda, and we traveled a lot when I was little. By the time I graduated high school, I'd been to like eight countries. Mm-hmm. But living in Japan definitely opened the world up. It was the first time I lived abroad. And after that, I was like, I want to live abroad for three more years. I ended up staying abroad for seven years. <laughs> I went to, um, I did my master's in London. I lived in Italy, and I lived in West Africa. Um, so those were amazing experiences. And so in 2009, between Japan and London, I started my blog, The Catch Me If You Can, which is where the name of the book comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, because my friends always call me Carmen San Diego. And so, <laughs> <Where is> she? <laughs> yeah, ex- I know. I'm like, can we do a reboot? <laughs> you know, I've been following your journey. I've always been so jealous. Like, I want to be able to just be like, all right, I'm out. I can't even take a week off from work without them <laughs> getting on my back about where are you? Where have you been? <laughs> Just take a mic with you. No, I go. That's what I go. I, I go. I go everywhere. My we wife, know Envy. You do. My wife, she finds these the weird places I've never heard about, and she I books these that. trips, and we just we just go. I was going to ask, you know, is it difficult when you travel to these places? The fact that you don't speak the native language and getting around and traveling is that always difficult and hard for you? No, because you know what I always do if I go somewhere and I really like I speak French and some like Spanish and Portuguese and Italian, so that helps with a lot of the Correct. world. Um, but in places that I don't, I look for someone who's like between 12 and 15 because those kids are learning English in school. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the trick, you know, like find a younger child, like walking down the street and be like, excuse me, can you help me? And they usually that has always worked for me in 100 percent of the cases. So that's a little. And now little they have tip. all these apps where you could like, yeah, talk those apps it. suck. Man. I see that. Ni- I see it on 90 Day apps. Fiance. That's how I know. <laughs> My kids used that better than me. Like they be like, "Dad, say this," and then we got to talk to them. We got to show them. They go back. Those apps. Up. I was gonna ask if you had to say five places that you would say people have to go. If there was only five places that you would say you have to choose, what would be the five places? Okay, you are really killing me right now. Okay, Egypt. I think I just because I gotta go to Egypt. You haven't been yet. Okay, we we'll talk. They haven't we'll booked talk. me for a party there yet, but <laughs> we'll talk. We'll Emily. talk. I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> Egypt for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just one of those places you learn about from when you're a child, and like it's as magical in person as it is mm-hmm. um, as a child. This is so hard. Japan, love Japan. I just love the what culture. Um, Kansai. So the Kansai region is like Kyoto, Osaka, and Kobe. Osaka, so, and Kobe. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I prefer that to Tokyo. And they love the music. They love the culture. Oh yeah, they for love sure. The culture. For sure. Mm-hmm. And their fashion is on point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Senegal is my current obsession. It's so close to here. From here in Delta, it's like a seven-hour flight. That's it. It's amazing. You can go for three days. Yeah, it's amazing. Really. Um, great beaches and it's like it's very African because it's Africa but it has a calmness about it which I think comes from Islam so I love that so Sudan is the country in the world that has the most pyramids and the oldest Mm. but nobody goes there when we went to see those pyramids we were the only ones there the, and there was like, there's no ticket booth. There's nothing. Just pull up. You just walk. Just pull yeah. up. So like when you go to Giza, it's tons of people. But when you go to Sudan, it's like there's nobody there. And it's it's such an amazing experience. Cuba. I'm Cuba. obsessed with Cuba. Really? Yeah. Imagine that. And at first you didn't even want to go there. Yeah, I know. I'm obsessed with Cuba. I, like, I want to go to Cuba that. too. I, I, I see the car culture just looks like everything just reminds me of old. I want to go back. Yeah, and it's yet. because of the embargo. So it's like, it's not that they have those cars because they really love them. They have no other option. <laughs> yeah, no. So like they've learned how to maintain them and, you know, do everything they need to do. Amazing, like the people, the food. I'm gonna ask a stupid the question. Rum. Are we allowed in Cuba now? I know one time we couldn't go. We had to go around to get to Cuba and then come back around. Are we? 
So the rules have recently loosened up a little bit because Trump tightened them when he was leaving. And so now Biden just loosened it up a little bit. You guys are journalists. Mm -hmm. So you can go to Cuba as journalists. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, get on down there. Um, okay. We can be journalists for the sake of a trip to Cuba. Right, exactly. I'm I don't like, want to play them games. I don't want to play that game. And then I'm stuck in Cuba. And then you, I'm like, well, you know, Jessica said that we were journalists. <laughs> um, okay, last, last one. one. I'm going to say Mexico. Okay. What part? You know, I, I love Mexico City. Um, they have wine country, like um, Jalisco, which is where tequila is from. I think people, you know, always just go to like Tulum, which... Okay. Everyone was just in okay. Tulum during Every, the pandemic. Everyone was, right? Everyone like, in New okay. York was in Tulum and L.A. was in Cabo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you go outside of that, Mexican culture is, it's so rich. Like, you know, we take tequila for granted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there's mezcal, yes, but also just the mezcal. food. It, mm-hmm. You know, it's such a huge, diverse country. So I would, like, encourage people just to, to get away from Cancun and Cabo and just see what else the country has to offer. Well, I really enjoy, first of all, looking at the pictures. You know, Absolutely. I told you, I've been following you. Oh, I know. And on Instagram we've been talking about doing this so I'm glad that you made it up here but this Thank is just you. beautiful and amazing now you done went to every single country now what well there's a TV show in development hey. so that'll be exciting hey. um, and yeah you know honestly I'm so excited for this book to be out in the world and just to see how people react to it mm-hmm. I think you know it's a feel good book we need that right now um, the world we're living in is so scary and so weird and so divided. And so I hope that people pick up this book and they laugh and they smile and, and really think differently about the world. Well, thank you for joining us and yeah, congratulations and continue to travel the world. Thank you. you guys get this book, so open a people. page and just go to the place that the page opens to. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's, that's a new challenge. <laughs> All right. And when are we going to Mystique? Um, May 2024. You see how I invited myself? Mm-hmm. Like, May 2024. Going? It's going to be a baby movie. Sam, you co- you're going to, right? <laughs> oh, going? yeah. She'll be there. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. It's Jessica Nabongo. Her book, The Catch Me If You Can, is out right now. Pick it up. And it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm not making this up. I wish you guys could hear the conversations we hear behind the scenes. No, because I was. I, it was something I was watching recently, and Method Man was playing a doctor. And he and he was telling the dude he had to do his own prostate exam. I can't remember what it was though. It was funny as hell. That sounded like a dream. Oh, it was Michael Chase show. I'm bugging. What dream? That damn shade. Yeah, it was Michael Chase show. Yeah, he had Method Man playing a doctor, and he uh, Method Man was telling the dude he had to do his own prostate exam. And when the dude was asking Meth to do it, he was Meth spazzed on him like you kinky. He's uh, acting like you. He wasn't here when he found out you can't use that word. What, what word? word? <clears throat> that Lizzo had to take oh, out of her. Oh, spaz? Spaz. Man, please. <laughs> I said the same thing. I'm not, come on. You're saying that kid, you're saying, what, you spazzed I don't even know who I'm offending by saying that. I don't even know what that means. People I in ain't UK. saying it. You said what? I think people in the UK. It's people who have uh, people in the UK. cerebral <laughs> palsy. Yes. Cerebral palsy. They said that's an uh, ableist term. Man, I don't even know what that is. What is ableist? <laughs> you know what know cerebral what palsy is. is, though. I do. So in the UK, that's offensive to You said cerebral palsy. What do you say? Cerebral palsy. Oh, cerebral. Mm-hmm. Right. It's cerebral palsy, right? Mm-hmm. He says cerebral. No, I didn't. Oh, I thought he said cerebral. So, so that means you can't do the Harlem Shake no more then. Harlem Shake is offensive to people now. Very offensive. That's basically, that's, that's essentially what y'all saying. The Harlem no, Shake is offensive to people. No, it's not what we're saying. So, so clearly, if the word spaz is offensive, then I know the Harlem Shake is offensive. You better not do that See, look at Taylor. Shake. She don't care. She's just doing it. You're going to get canceled. I'm wow. going to cancel you. Wow. just offending me. Wow. All right. Well, let's get to rumors. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. Gossip. The Rumor Report. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Janet Jackson is on the cover of Essence, looking amazing. I don't know if you guys saw the pictures inside the magazine. But um, she sat down and chatted with them for her cover feature, and she does say that she does have music coming. She has taken a break. She said, even though it's something that I absolutely love, it still is my work, my job. There will be music at some point, exactly when. I can't say just yet, but there will be. I love it too much not to do it. This is all I know. There's so much I want to do, but my number one job is being a mama. And she also said, though she's been famous for most of her life, notoriety isn't something that she craves. She claims that her awards, like her Grammys, aren't even displayed in her home. She said, that's not important to me, whether I did or didn't win, to be quite honest. It's really the body of music touching people and how it impacts their lives that matters to me. It's not the accolades. I honestly don't think about that stuff. I mean, it's a great position to be in because Janet Jackson does never, she never has to record another song in her life if she don't want to. Mm-hmm. I can but she to, loves it. That's what I'm saying. I can listen. Yeah. Janet can do That's the Way Love Goes for the rest of her life and I'll be perfectly okay. 
And those videos, Pleasant Principle, I think, is one of the best videos of all time. That's right. Rhythm Nation gonna always be a Halloween costume every mm-hmm. year for what's, somebody. What's the one with Heavy D? One with Heavy D. The um, video with Heavy D, she do Heavy D. I know what you're talking about. I, and I have that song oh, on my it's gym really, playlist. It's a dope video. Exactly, <laughs> Heavy D. You know what song that is. Man, I can't. It's, it's I, not All Right With You, right? All, all right, right. Yeah, I think it is. Is it? No. The Google's right in front of y'all. Yeah, Google it while I'm doing my job over here. Like a muff. All right, now, um, Post Malone says that he writes most of his lyrics while on the toilet. He was on the Howard Stern Show. Here's what he said. No, it literally comes to me because I write all my songs on the can. What songs have you written while I'd say about 30% of all my albums have been written on the 60% of lyrics have been written on the And when you say written right, on Hey, the Howard, how how long... What's your what's your average Literally, I and I'm off of there in two minutes. I've learned my lesson. You're going to get roids, and you're going to get all kinds... But if you're writing <laughs> hit songs on the can, then just sit there. I'm like hour and a half, two hours. But you're not that whole time, but you're sitting there. Are you mm. pushing the whole time? Because you really could get hemorrhoids, and I'm not making a joke. Uh, it's my special zone. I want to know how nice his bathroom is that he can spend two hours in there. I'm sure it's really nice. It has to be, right? Yeah. But he's, not, he's not pushing for two hours. He's just sitting there, chilling. You You're know? pushing for two hours. You're having a baby, Post Malone. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't even feel like I have time to have two hours to be on the toilet. Nobody does. Something's wrong if you're pooping for two hours. Well, I no guess friends. he's not pooping. He's just writing rhymes. So he probably gets there, gets in a zone. He's do you sitting flush? On the toilet, or do you just let the doo sitting there for two hours? I wonder if he's butt naked or if he just only has his pants down. Gotta be butt naked. It has to be butt Because your clothes naked. gonna smell like poo if you're sitting there for two hours and just let it simmer. It's like marinating in I wouldn't have two hours in there. My kids would be knocking on the door. My wife would be knocking born? on the door. Who got two hours to just be sitting hours? on the toilet? Must be amazing. Well, to be he white. just had a baby, so maybe now he can't. Anymore. Clearly, he had a baby. baby. Yeah. He's been pushing for two hours. Goodness you pushing for two hours. You need to have a baby. All right, Nas is going to be co-directing Showtime's upcoming Supreme Team documentary with a behind-the-scenes look at the '80s Queens hustlers. So, the Supreme Team story is going to be told through the eyes of the leaders, Kenneth Supreme McGriffin, his nep- nephew Gerald Prince Miller. Irv ain't doing it. Yeah, I thought Irv was doing it. He's that. in it, mm. but he's and he's interviewed in it. I actually have learned a lot about this. Um, I thought Irv would have been. Well, I think Irv's doing the movie. Yeah, this is this is a documentary. Mm-hmm. The movie oh. is different. This okay. documentary is actually being told by Supreme and his nephew. So here is the trailer. Supreme Team was one of the most notorious conglomerates in the country. Supreme was the boss. Prince would be the underboss. These guys were juggernauts, bigger than life. They lived by a code. Get cars. Get money. Get rich. Jamaica. I was selling 10 to 15 keys a week. We were branching out all over Long Island. Crack was the engine that transformed the city. If Einstein grew up in the projects, he would have been selling drugs. You don't want to fight a war forever. The longer you stay in that war, the greater the chance of you getting killed. Good. That was part of the reason why I'm into cars like I'm into cars. I would see them all the time on Jamaica Avenue driving up and down Queens and Everything from BMWs to Mercedes to Ferraris to... I thought Clue was the reason you got in the cars and DJing. No, Clue was the reason you I got in the switching up your origin DJing. story. No, Clue was yeah. the, the reason I got in the DJing. And Supreme is still in jail, so the I know premium. he was doing interviews from, from there. Supreme you team. said that Clue pulled up in like some fly car looking cute, and you nice was car. like, yo, ever since then, you was like, where'd you get that car? I did not And say he that. said to you, DJing. Because you said everybody that you knew that had a nice car was a drug dealer. That's your, that was your origin story when you was with Marvel. Now you with DC, no. you switching it up. You see, see it, it didn't happen like that. It's like, I didn't ever say Clue was cute. You don't remember that, Yee? No, I never said Clue was cute. I said Clue pulled up in a car and I asked So you're saying Clue's not cute? Oh, my goodness. Why do y'all do this to me? Why do you do it to yourself? This is the rumor report, man. Oh, okay. Well, let's start some more rumors. <laughs> I mean, it's over. It's a wrap. That's it. No more choice to it. Mix. Go ahead, Envy. Why y'all do I this to me? I can't believe you said he's not cute. You I did. didn't say he wasn't cute. That's not what he said back in the day. Ten years ago. I guess this, I guess this is the reboot. So take it back and but say it, that he's cute now. <laughs> the reboot, your origin story is different. I'm, I'm not saying he's cute. I'm not saying he's not cute. He's somewhere in the middle. <laughs> I'm not messing with you. <laughs> he's just man. I. Like your sexuality. He's <laughs> oh, somewhere in the goodness. middle. It's on the spectrum. <laughs> Ew, what was that? <laughs> How Envy sounded when he first met Clue. Y'all not going to make me gay today, all right? It's not going to happen. I'm this sorry, Clue. I don't know why they do this. You know what? He'd be minding his business. The People's Choice Mix is up next. You know Clue hates him when y'all do this he to him. He does hate when you do that. I've done nothing to Clue, <laughs> You know, I'm not messing with that y'all. That is not my origin It's The People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request. It's the bre- I hate y'all. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. 
Leaving a child in a hot vehicle can lead to their death very quickly. Set cell phone reminders or place something you'll need in the back seat so you don't forget your child is in the car. Look for your baby before you lock. Yeah. You don't need no Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. And let me shout out to Houston. Of course, my car show's going down this Sunday. And let me just tell uh, all the residents and everybody in Houston, you know, me and Trey and Lynn and Mr. Rogers and Bumby, we're going back and forth. Those are my brothers. There is no problems. There is no... Somebody's like, oh, it's going to be like an East Coast, West Coast beef. No, we're just having fun. That is my brother. I speak to Trey every day. Over a I, damn car show? Yes. The like, they, like they, I don't know what they thought, but th those are my brothers. Like, we're just having fun. It's different car cultures. Of course, I'm from New York, so, you know, we're bringing a New York culture. They're Houston, Houston cultures. We're, we are family. It's not, it's, it's no problems. And people are like, oh, are they beefing? No, no, that's my brother. Like, we're, we are cool. I come to all his events, he comes to mine. We're just having fun with the car show. So if you haven't got your tickets, go on out and get your tickets. And uh, it's a family fun day. Also, shout to Kirk Franklin for joining us this morning. Yes, that was an amazing interview. I love talking to Kirk Franklin. Yeah, he was very honest. Very and he, well, he has no problem being transparent about anything. I've never heard him be like, I don't want to talk about that. Right. So shout to uh, Kirk Franklin and also Jessica Nabongo. Uh, she's an author. She has the book, The Catch Me If You Can. She's the uh, first black woman to travel to every country. That's 195 countries. How she don't have a TV show, a travel show? She got one coming up. Oh, she does? Yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. She does. She announced that on here. And like we said, this book was with National Geographic. So mm -hmm. that's a big deal. All right, so make sure you pick up the book and we'll be back with the positive note. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Charlemagne, you got a positive note? I do. And before we do the positive note, man, I just want to tell everybody uh, the Tribeca Film Festival is still going on. Um, you know I have a movie at the Tribeca Film Festival that I executive produced called 88. Uh, our last screening is this Saturday at 2.15 p.m. at the Village East by uh, Angelica. Uh, here in New York City. So if you want to go get tickets for that, uh, just go to TribecaFilm.com slash Films88. Or you can just go to my Instagram, C to God, C-T-H-A-G-O-D, and the link to purchase tickets for that are in my bio. Okay? Okay. Now listen, the positive note is simply this. Uh, some of you are unaware just how amazing you really are. The way you make people laugh, the way you lift others up, are spread love all right you do this even though you are struggling too and i think that makes you such a effing beautiful human being and i just want to remind you of that thank back you. today thank you shut up breakfast club bitches y'all finished or y'all done the breakfast club your mornings will never be the same Angela Yee here. The General Insurance is a quality insurance company that's been saving people money for nearly 60 years. Switch to The General and you could save over $500. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Yeah. Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly-veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated, we're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Vanessa Bayer, and this is my brother, Jonah. And we are so excited to have you hear the latest season of our nostalgia-themed podcast, How Did We Get Weird? Not only do you get to know me and my brother, you get to know the stories that made us the absolutely rad people we are today. Check out our episodes where we've welcomed hilarious guests like our friend Andy Samberg. That's it. That's really it. And Queen Casey Wilson. I really went cart before the horse. I said, I think I have an opportunity to interview Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) As a high school student. And you do not want to miss out on our funny segments like (laughs) Change.Dork. Change.Dork. And congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Listen to our podcast, How Did We Get Weird, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? This is your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists, like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupree, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rap has had the game on lock for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.